0: Today, we're going the distance.
1: Let's unpack the magic.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And welcome to another episode of the Teen Uniform Podcast. I'm Sammy.
1: And I'm Tyler. And today, we're going to be bringing you... Uh, the third episode in our Dig a Little Deeper series, and today we're going to be talking about one of my all-time favorite movies, Hercules. Hercules, yes. <laughs> um, this, it, it kind of plays into like our childhood, like this movie came out when we were, you know, kids, like we grew yeah. up in the, the Renaissance era, and um, I, I know like Beauty and the Beast and um, Aladdin get a lot of credit, and Aladdin was a big movie when I was growing up, but I, looking back and like just... Looking at all the movies, I feel like Hercules is, like, the best <laughs> renaissance movie, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and I feel like it's gotten a lot more love from us as we've gotten older. Yeah. Like, I do remember watching it quite a bit when we were growing up, um, but I don't think I appreciated it as much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and... Um... This movie, particularly, uh, like you said, you know, not growing up and you know, appreciating a lot more when we're older, um, has meant quite a bit for me and my mental health. and helped me a lot um, with some mental health struggles. So I feel like this was uh, only appropriate for us to take some time and um, kind of devote an episode to this, this movie, this great movie, and, uh, you know, dig a little deeper into it.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, I guess just looking at the movie in general, um, do you have like, like a favorite character or favorite characters.
0: Um, I really love the muses. <laughs> um, I know they're characters. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I love. Well, I love the soundtrack, and they like really carry it throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie. Um, uh, but yeah, like I really like them, and I think they just add like a little bit of humor, and like I I love like their dress color changes, like especially when I was younger. Like I always thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And then I do really like Hercules. I like the journey that he goes on and, um, finding out what the true definition of is of a hero. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I mean, what about you?
1: Um, I think Hades is one of the best villains of all time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he is just so quick witted and just sharp tongued And I think that he's just. Like, he's, I mean, he's a typical Disney villain, but, like, he's not just because, like, I, I feel like he's got, like, that kind of, like, snake oily salesman type of pitch. I'm kind of yeah. like Dr. Facilier. Yeah. Um, but he's not someone like Maleficent where, you know, she's just kind of, like, you know, kind of, I'm above everybody else. And, like, yeah. I, I'm using my my, you know, my platform or... Or you know, her presence is like her her her, her villainous. Like yeah, with Hades, it's definitely like he can like he's going to like finagle his way. Yeah.
0: Well, and like Maleficent, I feel like she's just so serious. Like she's yeah. just very serious and Hades, like he's kind of funny. Like he's he, yeah, like he, he has some good jokes and like one-liners and stuff. Um Yeah, so I think he makes a great villain. And like we've said before, like villains tend to be like green um, Mm -hmm. and he's blue. Yeah. (laughs) So I think he kind of strays away from that a little bit, um, which makes him a little different.
1: Yeah. And I kind of like getting ready and prepared for this episode. Um, I had heard that uh, James Woods, the actor who plays um, Hades, like he ad-libbed a lot of his lines. Like he went off um off scripts especially when it came to like his interactions with Meg like a lot of that like my sweet Meg my sweet Meg, like all <laughs> that was like kind of just like ad-libbed because he was just kind of going for it and like yeah. that makes me like really appreciate like his presence as a villain because it's just it's you don't know what you're getting with Hades like yeah. you, it could be like very strategic it could be very funny it could be very like angry yes. <laughs> and it can it could flip from second to second here um and then I was the Herc. Um, He's my favorite. We'll get into him um, when we talk about that hero's journey in a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um, And Pegasus is so fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And baby, like, (laughs) Pegasus and Hercules. Like, oh, my gosh, they're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I love them.
1: Um, We did recently watch the movie um, and just kind of picked up. Again, on some of our favorite Easter eggs or references or our scenes, are there any of that kind of stand out to you that, um, you know, you, you just especially find funny?
0: Yeah, um, when Pain and Panic are the, the two little kids, like, trapped um, by the big boulder rock thing, mm-hmm. and they're like, someone call I-X-I-I. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, as a kid, like, I never like that went way over my head um but like now like knowing what roman numerals are like 911 like i thought that was really funny
1: i think there's a couple really fun things with Pain and panic um something in um if you know if you don't know anything about the greek mythology or, or you know the stories behind these characters you you don't really know that they disney strayed quite a bit oh, away yeah, from the source yeah quite material. quite a bit
0: which i think they just tended to do like Especially during that era to make things more kind of, kid-friendly. Yeah. And I think especially, like, with this movie, too, because I know, like, I think Hunchback had come out before this, and that was, like, pretty dark, right. you know? Um, and I, don't, I don't know what the other one was, but there's a couple, like, darker movies, mm-hmm. you know? So I think they really wanted this one to be, like, more lighthearted and funny.
1: Yeah. So there's um, there's a scene where um, Hades tells Pain and Panic, like, hey, you need to, like, make this kid mortal not baby Hercules mortal. And then you can kill him and they go down to earth um, and they portray themselves as two snakes. And Hercules just beats them up as snakes Um, in like the actual, like mythology. Hera, the mom is not um, like, like she's mad at Zeus. She's mad at Zeus for having like Hercules with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, And she wants to kill Hercules and she sends um snakes down
0: yeah I've from read Olympus about, mm-hmm. to
1: kill hercules yeah so just the fact that they kind of like kept the same idea but it was it was Hades and his yeah (laughs) his his henchmen going down to snakes I thought that was pretty funny yes um I I just pain and panic are just so fun in general
0: (laughs) oh yeah like especially when they're like in like their Hercules gear like um
1: oh yeah and and then I uh, I don't remember if it's pain or panic because I can never I never remember the two yeah panic is the blue one pain is the red one okay because yeah panic because he's kind of like full of anxiety so yeah that makes sense um and he's drinking like his his uh like Gatorade or the Herculate yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <He's chirping. laughs> and, and then Panic has on uh some or pain has on some merchandise.
0: Yeah, his air hurts. His
1: air hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and Hades is like, what are, what are those? Those? <laughs>
0: Which I appreciate so much more now. I just love it. Um,
1: I think it's super funny when we watch, kind of I note, when we watch Black Panther. Yeah. And they have that kind of joke in yeah. there. I think of Pain and Panic yep. in, the, in that scene with Hades. Like, what are those? I love that. Uh, any other fun um, um, parts in the movie?
0: I do like when the muses, like, they're, um, they're like bus. Um, and that's kind of like a nod to the, the Haunted Mansion bus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do like that kind of.
1: Yeah. Cause even the one is like her head is like off. Yeah. Path, so it's yeah. Like holding it if you put them like the yeah, side. side
0: by side or like one on top of the other, like it's, yeah, it's pretty similar mm-hmm. to the Haunted Mansion ones.
1: Um, I really like when, um, it's at the same Boulder scene, um, when the, um, the, the, the Hydra serpent or whatever it is. Hercules has oh, to face that one. Yep. Um, and Hercules looks like he's about to win. You know, he's just cut the heads off. And um, Hades like, relax. It's only halftime. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people know this, you know, this Easter egg or this, you know, kind of fun tidbit. But that that's at minute 46 of a 92-minute movie. So it's like right at the halfway <laughs> point of the movie, which I think is like such... I don't know if they planned it that way yeah. or if it just kind of happened or... If that was something that they kind of realized halfway through and they were, like, needed James Woods to come on in and ad-lib something for that. But (laughs) I think that was really, um, that's just a really clever uh, thing to sneak into. the Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Um, And then something I noticed when we were watching it last time, during the Zero to Hero scene, uh, or the song, um, Hercules and Pegasus are, like, out front, like, um, up somewhere. And they're putting their handprints and their hooves in some cement. Oh, yep. And like I understood the reference to that. Yeah. Um for the the reference was the, the Chinese theater out in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had for the longest time celebrities would go out there and you know get their their, their handprints yep. molded in cement. Um, but in the cement it actually says choose Sid, which is Sid Gromond is the owner of the yeah. Chinese theater. And I never I never like noticed that when I had watched it. But it actually says to Sid from Herc or whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Like, yeah, you're putting in that reference. But then, like, you know, you're actually making it, like, legit. Like, oh, it's, like, it's to Sid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Because in, in Hollywood studios, they have the Chinese theater. And they have, like, their own, like, handprints and stuff out mm-hmm. there. So and just...
1: we've actually been to Grauman's Chinese Theater <gasps> yeah, in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and that was really cool. Yeah. We got to experience that on our trip back out in March. Um, when we went to Disneyland, we took a day to go see uh, downtown Hollywood and um, do some sightseeing out there. And yeah. that was really cool because you, you'd you see like a lot of the like you see like Debbie Reynolds and you saw Carrie mm-hmm. Fisher and you saw, um you know, a lot of other ones. And then like my biggest <laughs> um, like my biggest achievement of seeing another was uh, getting a picture by. Uh, the Avengers. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Like they had like their whole huge square to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was They had was really all the cool. original
1: Avengers and then Kevin Feige was in there. So that mm-hmm. was really, really cool um, to actually be there and see that actual part of history. And yeah. then now seeing in Hercules kind of pay tributes to that. Yeah.
0: It's just, it's just so, it's just so cool because it's just like a whole big circle. And like, there's just a bunch of history, like, you know, with Disney, Um, you know, there were Disney movies that premiered there, I think. Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Is that there?
1: Yep, Mary Poppins was there.
0: Yeah. So, I'm not sure what the other ones, but I know there was other there was like There's quite a bit yeah, of, like, especially like, like the just...
1: animated movies that yeah. were there. So. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's it's that was a really cool part of seeing history and then kind of seeing like this movie based on history kind of represent that as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I love it. I love the Easter eggs. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so we've talked um quite a bit um about or we're going to we're going to talk quite a bit about Hercules and what it kind of takes um in his journey to become that true hero he's gone from zero to hero and yeah. what does um, that journey mean for him
0: yeah like, i just i love his character because obviously like, he was born with strength so it, he's had it his whole life but like he wanted to be like this like normal person He just wanted to be like everybody yeah else. you know and you can see that in the beginning of the movie like you know when they're i don't know what game they're playing you know and he just you know wants to kind of play with them but then like the the guys are just like oh no like you're not you're not playing yeah. with us like and i weirdo. never i like,
1: never understood like the animosity towards hercules in that situation because like i i obviously like people know who hercules is and they kind of see him like being kind of like clumsy or yeah. whatever but then like the one kid's like good going jercules or like is calling him names i'm like yeah like, he's not, like, Hercules isn't never, like, a jerk to anybody. He's, like, truly, like, an honestly good person throughout the entire film. Yeah. Like, I don't ever see that there's one bit of, like, like cockiness to Herc mm-hmm. at all about it. Like, he understands, like, towards the end of the movie, like, you know, he's got these powers and everyone loves him. But he's yeah. never, I don't I ever feel like he's super cocky about it. I like, so then these kids, like, when Hercules is younger and he's, like, not even achieved that level of fame... And they're calling him like names like Jercules. And I'm like, he's never been a jerk to you. Like you guys are the ones being a jerk to him.
0: Yeah. I I yeah, and I don't understand that. But I guess it I'm I'm assuming it's just because yeah, he's like clumsy and awkward. He doesn't really know like how to like control like his strength. Um, but kind of like he kind of reminds me of um Peter Parker and Spider Man. Mm -hmm. Like, um, specifically like with Tom Holland. Um you know, like, I mean, I know he didn't grow up with his powers, but, like, he he was like, well, I got these powers one day and I couldn't, like, you know, go and try out for, like, the football team or, like, show them off to people. So, he tried to be, like, a normal person, like, with these, like, powers and stuff. Right. So, I kind of, like, it just kind of reminds me of that. Like. With yeah, Hercules. that's a really
1: good comparison. Um, um, you know, and then just him and Peter having to, like, kind of grow up learning how to adapt to these powers as yeah, well.
0: Yeah, and still try to be, like unquote normal or like try to fit in but yeah and then obviously Hercules doesn't because everyone just hates him I think just because he's awkward and clumsy and yeah. you know can't really control it and, uh, and
1: and her like he truly wants to do good, good with yeah. this with these powers like yeah. he understands like he's very strong so like he's helping his um you know his adoptive father out or he's trying to help you know the guy with the vases and yeah. the, in the in the the town square. Like, he's trying to help him out. So he's actively trying to put his powers to good use. It's just no one can, you know, give – no one's giving him the time of day right. because he is kind of clumsy with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's really unfortunate. And I think that's just one of the things that you just, like, you feel – you you really feel for him, like, especially in the beginning. And, mm-hmm. like, you just – you can't help but root for him, like, on this whole journey that he, he goes on – Um you know, with trying to be a hero. Like once he learns that he, you know, was, you know, Zeus is his father and like, he's born from gods. And,
1: and I think like it does, it, it really does take him a while to not understand that. Like, I think at the beginning he's trying, he's trying to do a good job, but he realizes like, Hey, I have these powers. So once he realizes he's a guide after talking to Zeus in the temple, Um, you know, he's told like, Hey, go to Phil and train with Phil. Like at that point he is, he understands like, I need to do more with these powers. I need to do more. I need to help more people. I need to like expand my reach with what I can do here. And I really need to hone in on like not being so awkward with it. Um, and I feel like that whole process really, he really comes through and understands that like he can be. Whatever people need him to be, as long as he believes he can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like, especially when he was younger, like he wanted to, to be helpful, but he always second guessed himself. He always was just like, yeah. oh, "I'm just so clumsy," or like, "Oh, I just, you know, you know I, I always screw things up." But like after training with Phil and becoming like super strong, and becoming like the Hercules that we know throughout the majority of the movie, like at that point, he's very comfortable with himself, and he's very much like, "I understand, like." Yeah. What I meant to be now,
0: well, yeah, and I think so. Like, in the beginning, like, before he goes and trains, like, he always had the good heart, like, he was always that good person, like, um, but he just didn't know how to like control his strength or like use it, um, to like, I guess, like the best of his ability and like, mm-hmm. um, really hone in on that. So, I think, like, once he goes to train and he really like hones in on that, I think he, not that he forgets his heart, um, but I think it. You know, him just using his strength and really like learning how to control it and like beating all these monsters and like getting all the fame and stuff. Um, you know, he
1: There's definitely a he, little there's, there's definitely a little switch where he's he, just like, I've defeated all these people. Yeah. Like I'm going out and I'm, de- I'm I'm defeating all these all these monsters, which I thought was kind of cool if kind of side note here. Um like the monsters that he faces in like the zero to hero are like the twelve labors of Hercules. <laughs> so, like, if you like going back to like the Greek mythology of it, like, like the boar, or like the there's like a like a bat, or like a like a like a winged monster, mm-hmm. or like some sort of like uh like wild dog, or whatever, like, those are part of the 12 stages of Hercules becoming Hercules. That was really cool that like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they kind of threw all those like just random monsters in there, but like they actually mean something, yeah. or like um, the three headed dog, or the Hydra yeah. monster, like, those are all part of those stages that they you know kind of shoot in there in yeah. a really a really awesome way but like I mean, at one point he's just like I've defeated all these guys like I am the hero like and then Zeus is like you haven't quite earned it yet
0: yeah and so he's just trying to find that missing piece and I think that's where he needs to go back to like his roots and like his good heart and like um you know and that's where I think he, he obviously finds himself once his powers are stripped away like he's still that good person and like he still wants to fight the good fight even though he's not like He doesn't have like a super strength, but, Mm -hmm. you know, he still has his heart to,
1: you know, because he kind of guide him. He definitely not only does he use his heart to like he realizes, like, I don't have my strength, but I still need to do something. So when he when he faces off with Cyclops, like he's using his brain instead of his muscles like to Mm -hmm. to defeat Cyclops. So he's kind of doing like. The Star Wars at <laughs> Um kind of you know wire around the base of the legs uh, and then taking a kind of page from um the Odyssey and taking the fire from and then you know um, putting the fire and the flame into the Cyclops' eye, which I thought yeah. was pretty cool. Um but then not only that, but then he's fighting for Meg too. So he's right. using his he's fighting with his heart and not with his with his muscles.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which I just think um, then obviously, you know, after he goes down into the, the, the river of the unknown yeah. to get Meg's soul out of there, like there's that turning point where he does become immortal because he's finally, he's finally using his heart to win. Right. He a has, battle. he
0: has like, he has the balance cause he has like, he has the muscle and the heart and the brains yep. to bring everything together in like perfect mm-hmm. balance. So, and again, it reminds me of spider-man because he gets his suit taken away and yeah he does. says like well if you're nothing without the suit then you don't deserve it blah 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 um and and peter has to fight yeah, it to prove to that fight. he is
1: more than just his suit so
0: is like Man like secretly hercules <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's that's a
1: really good point yeah. because like and at the end like spider-man is seemingly like he's crushed underneath in the first in the first time holland spider movie he's crushed underneath the weight of the building and he has to use like his own inner strength not the strength of the spider-man suit not anything else to like overcome that weight that's been put on him to go off and win that's such that's such a really i never thought about that before yeah
0: i just like my brain was just making that connection to spider-man and i'm like there's a lot there i think so it just (laughs) it kind of (laughs) works
1: it does um i I just i keep thinking about it like the the more comparisons i'm seeing between like spider-man especially tom holland spider-man and hercules it's like it's really crazy (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i think that's really cool so and i don't know if they like did that i don't know if they know that they did that like with the Spider-Man movies.
1: Oh. But yeah, it yeah. makes total sense now. Yeah, for
0: sure.
1: Um, one of the... I think the best parts of this movie in general, and I think one of the best songs in Disney canon history, um, is Go to the Distance. Oh, yeah. Um I absolutely love this song. It, it really kind of takes you through Hark's journey throughout the entire film. Um, and it's such an inspirational song.
0: It really is. And the. Like, and it just means so much to us because obviously, like, this movie, like, you know, it really hits home with you and, like, and I really enjoy it, too. um But then they use, like, Go the Distance and, like, the Disney Fireworks shows, like, Happily mm-hmm. Ever After and Harmonious and, like, they just, uh, it just makes me, like every time like when that song yeah. comes on like that's the moment like i'm just like losing it yeah you know? it's
1: it's such an inspirational song it's such a powerful song like i i literally cry like every time i hear it in Happy ever after or harmonious because it just it gets me so emotional because like i really feel like hercules is a character that you can look up to hercules is a character that you can like confide in and you know, seek comfort in and just that song itself, just like going from like, I, you know, I've, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, Elsa's song in frozen two. Um, not the into the unknown, but the other song.
0: Oh, (laughs) show yourself. Yeah. Show yourself.
1: Like those two songs really hit me the same way because it's like, I, I know in my bones that I've been meant for something more Mm -hmm. and I don't know what I need to do but I will do whatever it takes to get to that final point I will go the distance to become that that hero that everyone wants me to be that I believe that it can be and that way you know I can finally feel that acceptance and I feel like that's the same way in and Elsa's show yourself
0: yeah yeah well and I think that um that also ties in with comfort movies and mental health like i think that song like Mm -hmm. really like defines um what you're what you're feeling and like what you're getting out of watching this movie to like help you cope
1: yeah um so this i i haven't been shy about um saying that i obviously have been dealing with especially within the last Year and a half or two years um, after COVID hit, like I had been dealing with a lot of like mental health um, issues and just um, dealing with a lot of like anxiety and depression. And this was um, this was my first movie, my go to movie that I went to after. Um, like it was just a day that like I literally just had like had, like a breakdown. Yeah. Um, and this is the movie that I watched in seeing Hercules like overcome all of his you know, demons or, you know, overcoming anything that, you know, was thrown in his way to become that hero. It was, it's, it's a very inspirational story. Um, And I, I feel like even before that instance happened with that breakdown, like I, I always turned and looked at Hercules, especially with, you know, that song go the distance as something that it's very inspirational. I can like, I can achieve whatever I feel like you know, I need to in that moment because of that, yeah. um, because of that song. And so this was my, my first the movie I went to and I watched it quite a bit, um, throughout, you know, the last couple of years. And it has become my comfort movie. Like I know a lot of people, you know, talk about like, what's their go-to comfort movie or a lot of people watch like the same thing on Disney plus. Yeah. Or like <laughs> or comfort, shows their comfort shows and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like, this is one that, um, you know, is my comfort movie. You know, this is one that I go to and I really enjoy because it means a lot to me because I, you know, I really like identify with Hercules and like kind of his struggles. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I really appreciate this movie because it has helped. Um, and, and not to mention go to the distance is such like an awesome workout song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um like, the whole music in this album is just really good for, like, working out. So, like, that it really gets me pumped. If I'm not, like, if I haven't worked out in a while or, like, I'm feeling bad about, like, my self-image, like, I'll listen to Hercules and, like, the soundtrack. And, like, that really gets me going because it's such a good um, soundtrack. And, you know, the music is so awesome. But I just really um, am thankful that I have, you know, this comfort movie to fall back on because, yeah. you know, th- this, it does make me legitimately happy so if i'm having like a down day or like if i'm you know dealing with just like a lot of like anxiety or something like you know i can go to the this music or i can go to this this movie and watch it and you know just make me feel better yeah i guess looking into like this movie um and the music you know how much it means to me like yeah um like how do you like what is what is this movie or what does this this music mean to you
0: um it, it really means a lot like the the soundtrack to like the whole movie is just it's so good um you know and especially like talking about you know go the distance like it just you know I guess going off like what you said like I think you just can't help but feel like uplifted and like you can like do anything and like you can do hard things um and you'll be okay in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so i I love that message from from that song. and, um, yeah, so I just like and I, and I think, um, you know, I think a lot of people can probably, um, you know, relate to that. Um, But just the soundtrack in general, like, um, I know you're talking about, like, workout songs, like, Zero to Hero. Mm -hmm. Like, that's another really good one. Um, I really like the um, Ariana Grande version of it. They did, uh, like, some Disney, like –
1: I remixes yeah,
0: yeah, of it and she does a really good version of, mm-hmm. of that but yeah i don't know i just like from from the very beginning of the movie like it just you know it's like a song and like the the muses just kind of carry it like you know because like they're telling the story um but it's you know kind of through song and
1: well, especially like at the beginning of the movie like they have like this narrator and he's just like so ever long ago blah, blah. and then the muses are like no no honey yeah like they really set the pace and the tone for the movie because as as murky or as you know depressing as parts of it can be especially like when Hades comes around like they're still there to like really like make it flow and make it consistent mm-hmm. and you know at least give um if not a positive spin just a um uh just like a unique tone to yeah. the movie uh, which i think is really
0: yeah, because really when I was reading, um, well, first of all, the music's done by Alan Menken. Yeah, um, incredible. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't think he can do it. Like, I don't think he does a bad job on anything. And like, that's literally our childhood, like Alan mm-hmm. Menken. But, um, I know they were talking, or when we were doing some research for for this episode, I had read, um, I don't know who it was, but they kind of wanted like a gospel tone to this mm-hmm. and you can really see that coming out in the music and it works so well and yeah I like I would argue like this is probably like I don't know like if we had to do like a rating it'd probably be like top five soundtracks percent
1: for, for me um
0: yeah like the music is just so good like I just I love it
1: I'm um, kind of going back onto like the music muses and like wanting that gospel. Um, something that I learned doing this um, a, recent, a couple or a little bit of research for this episode is that um, the spice girls were originally. You'd, yeah. Um, you
0: told me that and I had no idea yeah. that they were originally thought of. Or considered
1: it. for the role of the muses. Yeah. Um, this, this movie came out in uh, like 95 or 96. 97. Or 97. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like the spice girls were huge at yep. that time and it, it, it would. I don't think like it would be as good if it was a Spice. Nothing against the Spice Girls. I do like the Spice yes. Girls. I do like their music. Um, but I don't think that it would have done nearly as well. Like coming over, like the Muses would have, like you know, hit as as well as it did had it not yeah. been, um, you know, that trio kind of like gospely, yeah, um, you know, a little bit of jazzy, um soulfulness. soulfulness in yeah.
0: It. Well, and you were also telling me, "Go the Distance" was nominated um, for best. Was it Best Song at the Oscars?
1: And Golden Globes, which you'd think, because it's such a huge song, like there's no way that this song isn't going to win it. Right.
0: But you're like, well, what other movie was out in 1997?
1: Uh, (laughs) That Celine Dion and that Penny Whistle (laughs) solo. Yeah, this this song actually lost to um, My Heart Will Go go On. And that's kind of depressing because I really enjoy this song. Wholeheartedly, way more than uh, yeah,
0: like than as much ever. as I enjoy Titanic, um, I would definitely pick this song. And over, I don't,
1: I don't think, I mean, that. the movie, this movie did good, don't get me wrong, and especially for like a 90s movie and well, but I don't think you know, going up around the same, you know, kind of year buffer zone of like Titanic or some of these other bigger movies, like it was just probably difficult for it to like really find its footing. So, yeah, I feel like it, in part of the Renaissance, it might not be one of the movies that like. Did the best, like you know, in the box office, but like it got really good reviews. Um, mm-hmm. I really love this movie. it's i like I said at the beginning of the episode, I think it's one of the if not the best Disney Renaissance movie in my opinion. Um, but it it had some tough competition that's you know yeah made it a little <laughs> bit difficult to to get that that star to shine a little brighter than than I think maybe it it got,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess speaking of like the music and soundtrack, the muses and all that, mm-hmm. um, they are um currently doing a live action remake of yes. this movie.
1: I'm very excited for this, and I I I, I am <laughs> very excited, but like there's not a whole lot of specifics out on it yet. No,
0: like there's very little um other than they're doing it. So yeah,
1: um so I, it's gonna be directed by uh Agbo Films, which um, is the company that Joe and Anthony Russo, um, created. And if you don't know who they are, they are the ones that create, or that. If you don't
0: know who they are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Well, I'm just throwing this out there. Um, if you don't know who they are, they are the directors behind Avengers, Infinity War, Avengers, um, Endgame. They did Captain America, the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and Civil War. Um, we know them from Marvel, they are incredible. Yes. I'm very excited to see wherever they decide to take this one, but they're on the producing end of things. Um the movie is going to be directed by Guy Ritchie, who did the live action Aladdin movie, which we both really enjoyed.
0: I really enjoyed that. Um, um
1: I do I just feel like the live action ones just kinda get a bad rep because like they like they're always comparing them to like the original animated films, which yeah. they're they're live action for a reason. Yeah. Um I do think in general Disney has done a very awesome job at their live action remakes. Um, I don't really have one that I think, you know, the only, the one that I like, kind of like didn't, I didn't like, I like, I didn't like personally the most was just the Lion King. Yeah. But that was just because like, it was just too hyper realistic.
0: Yeah. Like I wish, yeah. Like that's probably my least favorite too. And I think they, I think it needed a, like, I know it's live action, but I think it still needed just like a touch of like animation, like in their, face or like their eyes or something like it was just it was too it was too real because like (laughs) i don't know we
1: we've seen it in the um the lady in the tramp live action um that one worked really well for me i really really love that version of it and it's because like there's like actual human actors like in human actor form and then there's you know like the 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 dogs um. So, like, you kind of have like a balance of like it's not just all animals, mm-hmm. but you also have human interacting with them. So, yeah. like, I think that really works well. I don't think that really worked well in the case of The Lion King because it was all animals and they were going for hyper realistic. Right. Um. Obviously, it did well. It's gone phenomenally. They're going to be making a second one, uh, the, the yeah the prequel one with uh, for Mufasa. Mufasa. Um, but it's just it was one that it was good. Don't get me wrong, it was good. It's just out of all the live action ones, I probably wouldn't go back to that one first. I'd probably no. go like with Beauty and the Beast or um, Lady and the Tramp, um, or even like Cruella was really really good.
0: That was super good. Yeah, I don't know. I I enjoy the live action, so so I'm very excited for this new Hercules one. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, and like we said, we don't know a lot about it, so I don't know. You know, we don't know uh, casting or um plot. Like, is it going to be like kind of similar to? the animated version or is it going to take off like on it like a different like hercules journey or all i've
1: heard from just the kind of the research to seeing like what we all know on it is that it's going to be hercules but with a modern twist and i don't know if that means like it's going to be set in modern times or if it's going to be like still like kind of in that same time period but just kind of update like aladdin like it was it didn't happen in like a different you know it didn't happen in modern times, but it was just, like, a modern, like, facelift to yeah. to the story. Um, so, yeah. I'm very excited to see how this goes. Like I said, we really liked Aladdin and Guy Ritchie directed that one. So, um, we're, we'll be patiently waiting to see what happens yeah. on this one. <laughs> yeah. I've been impatiently waiting to see who they cast in this movie.
0: Yes. So, we kind of did our own casting. Yes. Like, we took uh... it upon ourselves. <laughs> Um, to um, come up with some ideas for like the main characters, like throughout the film.
1: Yeah. So, so we're just going to go through them all and just kind of, uh, you know, say who we thought might be a good reason or, you know, our good actor, actress for the role and, you know, maybe some reasons behind it and hopefully maybe one of our predictions comes true. <laughs> yeah, <here. laughs> we'll
0: see. Um, so starting off with Hercules and going on the, the Spider-Man, <laughs> um, <laughs> journey, uh, we, thought maybe Tom Holland.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's I mean obviously he's you know we've talked about the similarities that we feel between her and um and Spidey but um Tom is an incredibly talented um, singer and actor. Mm-hmm. Um he's been on um he's done Broadway shows. Yeah,
0: I was going to say he has a musical theater background. He's a musical theater so background. So I think that would work really well for him.
1: Yeah. And then um one that I read that I was kind of like okay, this works but it'd be really weird if it <laughs> um, was Daniel Radcliffe.
0: I think this would be super interesting. And again, he does have a, a like a theater background. Cause yep. I know he did that. Um, he had a show on Broadway. Yep. So um, that could work.
1: I think that this would be another good opportunity for him to kind of say like, I'm not Harry Potter anymore. <laughs> um, Cause he's um, he, yeah, it's just, it's, it's weird thinking about him because like all I think about is Harry Potter, but like he's also playing Weird Al Yankovic in the, yeah. <laughs> in the new movie this later this year, which I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited to see him play Weird yeah. Al. So um I think like I don't know how well his um you know his singing chops would be, you mm-hmm. know, kind of uh, with you know the music here, but um I think this could be one of those really like hidden gems of a of a casting yeah. that's you know could could really turn some heads and Um, I, would be excited to see Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I would, I
0: would too. I would, I'm here for that. So I think that could be fun.
1: So then I guess going opposite of Hercules, who would be playing Meg?
0: Uh, well, if you have Tom Holland, then you need Zendaya, right? (laughs) (laughs) So that's, um, that's one of the, the people that we have picked for, for Meg. I think she would be really good. I, I really like Zendaya and, um, I think, yeah, I think she would just bring that, um, I don't know, like meg is kind of like she's kind of sassy and like but like she doesn't really care what other people think
1: and i think it's totally yeah yeah yeah,
0: so i think that could work really well
1: um and not that you have to like throw diversity into any of these roles um but i do feel like the way that disney has been casting roles they've been casting characters that or they've been casting actors or actresses for the roles who are best fitted for that role regardless of like race or um skin color yeah. or background on that so i think like this might kind of fit into one into that casting zendia yeah. you know she's not that like pale grecian goddess that you you know are kind of expecting to see with meg but like everything else personality wise fits yeah, like, so I in think line she with her would,
0: i think she would rock it so yeah and i hopefully yeah disney continues to do that um you know, and, and I don't know, like, I don't know, like, with these, like, you know, Hercules and Meg, like, do they bring, like, maybe some unknown people in to, to play them, or? I'd be okay with that, too, because, yeah. I
1: mean, there's, that's how these, you know, we've, we've had other actors and actresses come into, like, these big Marvel films or these big, um, you know, Disney films that are mm-hmm. unknown, and, like, they get their time to shine. Yeah. So, I'd be okay with that, Um You had mentioned when we were talking about the music of the film that Ariana Grande did a really um, awesome version of some Hercules songs. Yeah. Um, And I think that she is probably like a lot of people's like kind of go-to Yeah, I think she's
0: like the go-to Meg. So Um,
1: She's got that sass. She's got a really incredible voice. Yeah. Um, You know, she just, with her hair, she had that pony going for like the longest time. (laughs) Like she just kind of looks like Meg. Yeah. It it, it all makes sense. And I, I think that she would make a perfect... Uh, mega as well but um i think that we would push for zendaya in this case because i think i think ariana grande if she doesn't get uh casted here she could be cast somewhere else
0: yes yeah (laughs) she could be um
1: um so let's go to hades um the big villain in the the movie here um I thought of who was a good villain that we've already seen before. Yeah. And my mind immediately went to Josh Brolin.
0: Yeah. I think, I think that would be really cool. Um it
1: see. would be a, a different take on Hades. I don't think it would be quite as snarky and, and witty. Um, although it can be he, he did have some funny moments as cable in Deadpool too. Um, but I do think that Josh Brolin would just make a very menacing.
0: Yeah, um, he Hades. would bring the more serious, like, role, I think, to Hades. Um, so I guess going opposite that, like, if you want to bring, like, some fun, like, snarky. Yeah,
1: RDJ. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., I feel, is the perfect complement to the original Hades character. Um, he is just so quick-witted. He's just got those one-liners ready to go. Um, I I think that he is more like Hades. Than I think any other actor could be. <laughs> I,
0: I think so, too. Because, like, like, Hades, like, he has, like, his, like, really villainous, like, anger kind of moments. But for the most part, like, he's just, I don't know. Like, he's very, like, snarky and witty and, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. So, I think Robert Downey Jr. could probably bring
1: He could fill that role that really flare.
0: well. Yeah. So...
1: Um, so if we have Hades, then we're going to have to have, um, the henchmen, we have to have pain and panic. Yes. <laughs> um, we've got some really <laughs> fun ideas here yeah. for pain and panic. Uh, what do you got? So you got? some really good ones. Uh,
0: yeah. So I, like I had come up with <laughs> Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake <laughs> just because,
1: way off, way yeah, out of ball.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know. I think just cause they're so funny together. Um, I don't know and they and they can sing maybe pain and panic get like a, a singing number <laughs> it'd be really
1: funny <laughs> if they <laughs> had like so like a really like um like a broadway style song yeah just the two, like like almost like the producers-esque type of song just the two of them and then all of a sudden like the back like the, the the stage goes up behind them and then they're back in like the movie and hades is like what the hell are you guys doing yeah. like go get to work go kill work. yeah <laughs> Um, and then you had another really really fun one. Uh yes,
0: yeah, so Then my other one um was uh Will Ferrell and John C
1: Reilly because which I can't believe that I didn't think of that first. <laughs> uh, I love Will Ferrell and yeah. John C Reilly. I love Step Brothers and Talladega Nights and those are some of my yeah. favorite movies. Those were like movies I grew I I watched throughout high school. Like they're just so yeah. stupidly funny. I I absolutely love them and like it would make total sense for these two. Yes,
0: yeah, I think they would be almost perfect for me. <laughs> <Man. laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of, um, uh, a lot of fan casting go with Nick Kroll or Andy Samberg with John Mulaney. Um I think Nick Kroll would be hilarious in this, yeah. <laughs> in this role. Um, either those two just, they bounce off one another so well. And they're, I think like just having them kind of almost like critique each other <laughs> would be really, really fun. Um, and then kind of a, an off, an off-brand one that I thought might be like work really, really well, um, would be Jake Johnson and Lamorne Morris, um, from, from new girl. girl. Yeah. Um, I think that those two, they just have like a really dry, kind of like unintelligent type of humor,
0: <laughs> which I think would work for pain and panic. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: so I think that would be really, really fun to see, uh, those two, um, Nick and and Bishop, um, just be panic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. So, um, I think the next casting is gonna come as no surprise to anybody because I don't think that you can recast this character,
0: uh, yeah. Like, Phil Danny DeVito, it's gotta be Danny, like, DeVito you one. have to, like, there's no way you don't.
1: <laughs> I something that I noticed with um, the last couple times watching, um, because I know the last time we watched it, like, I was specific, like, I need. Our Alexa just went off that was weird <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um something i um wa- or uh noticed a lot more this last time we watched it because we were specifically like researching right in my mind i was kind of researching more for this um danny devito says a lot of two words or three words but he says it like a lot like five <laughs> or six times he says like two words i am retired or something <laughs> like that and and <laughs> i know a lot of people know this one but it's like in grecian or in greek i am retired is just two yeah words. yeah um so i thought it was somebody he says that quite a bit he's just like three words or two words and i'm just like because <laughs> he says it like three times in like his song which is weird enough to just have danny devito singing like a show tune song yeah. <laughs> but then like him as like you know uh, a setter <laughs> like it's just it's really funny Yeah. <laughs> so um it's got to be danny devito
0: yeah for sure like there's no question about that
1: um, another one that we thought was a no-brainer was who we'd want to play Pegasus.
0: Oh yeah, Alan Tudyk. <laughs> like... <laughs> um,
1: yeah, there's I, I, he. He can do everything. It would make sense. He's got the voice. He if he can do the 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 chicken in Moana, he can do mm-hmm. Pegasus. Yeah, sure. I think so too. Um, who do we got next here?
0: Ah, uh, so next up is Zeus. Okay. Ah, uh, so I think the obvious one. I don't know. For us, it was The Rock. Yeah. For him, um, I think he would be good. Mm-hmm. I, I like, yeah, he's he's always good in his movies. So, yeah. I think that would be good. And
1: even like Chris Hemsworth, too. Yeah. Like, I think just someone who's just like really strong and muscular and has like, like Chris has that like really like kind of low. Um, like, that Australian voice where he just sounds, like, really cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it'd be cool to see him play, like, the god of thunder and then, like, the god of lightning. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then one character that I thought that um, makes sense to me would be John Goodman. Only for the reason is that for the longest time, I thought John Goodman was (laughs) the, the actor who voiced Zeus. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, John Goodman's a company man. Like, he's doing... Like he's doing Roseanne, he's doing, um, you know, Monsters think. Inc. and he's uh, he's doing all these different Disney, you know, or ABC owned properties. And he's like, yeah, he did Zeus too. And then we're like, no, he doesn't do Zeus. It's not yeah. him at all. I'm like, it sounds like John Goodman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it definitely sounds like him. Um, so I think John Goodman would actually be a pretty good role. Um, I mean, and anyway, he's a little bit older, so maybe they. And maybe it's not him per se. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but yeah, I think that would be really, really cool.
0: Yeah. All right. And so going with, um from Zeus, we go to his wife, Hera.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. You I thought you... of this. I thought of this one. I think this would be a really, really cool way to like sneak in some of like the original cast. I think Susan Egan would make yeah. a perfect Hera. Um, These, you know, obviously it's Herc's mom and dad. Like they're ancient gods that have been around for forever. So like. If it's a actor or actress that's a little bit older, which is why I kind of thought John Goodman would be good in this yeah. role, too. Um, but I think Susan Egan. Yeah. Um, she was the original voice of Meg um, in the movies. And I think this would just be, like, a really unique way to get her into the movie. And then, like, if somewhere we have, like, hair just being like, it's been a slice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that would be fun.
1: Uh, so I do think that... I think, I think that she would do really, really well in that role. So, yeah, but I, I don't, I don't really have anyone else for her. Um, Cause I don't think he really yeah, I... had a big role in it by any no. means.
0: So yeah. And I, I guess I'm not really sure who else I would.
1: I think I saw somewhere like, it was like someone had mentioned like Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. Um. So it makes sense of like, it was John Goodman and Michelle Pfeiffer. They're a little bit, uh, you know, older of actors. Yeah. Um. Which, but I think like when you look at Zeus, like. I don't I don't picture John Goodman. right away. No, like, <laughs> like I, I picture
0: like The Rock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that would probably be a better choice. But I don't know. I guess we'll see what they they come up with.
1: Yeah. All right. So that finally brings us to our last casting, <laughs> um, which would be the muses. Oh, my gosh. Like
0: um, the stars of the
1: show. <laughs>
0: no, um, but they're going to play a really big part. And I think they need some they need some big names here.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that we have, like, a, we, don't, we haven't solidified, like, the final five, but we just kind of come up with uh, a few different um, characters that we think would, or a few different actors or actresses or singers that would uh, do really, really well in, in this role.
0: Yeah. Um. So, I guess my number one, like, you have to, like, there's no question, Lizzo. Yeah. Lizzo <laughs> has to be a muse. Like...
1: <laughs> Like everything no, about no her doubt about just it. makes sense. Yes, <laughs> um, I think I think she like one of the muses like is is like the embodiment of Lizzo. Yeah, I feel.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. So if she doesn't play a muse, um, I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully everything lines up right, and they're 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 getting on the phone with her. So. Right.
1: Um, and then we had mentioned her initially earlier with, um, for playing Meg, but if she doesn't play Meg, I think Ariana Grande would also be an alert um, kind of obvious choice.
0: Yeah. I think she would be a
1: good choice. Um, you know, she's got the voice. She already has sung, you know, Hercules music. So like we know that like, she's really, really good at it. Um, and it, you know, it, it's a no brainer for me too. So if she doesn't play Meg, like she has to be a muse.
0: Yeah. Um, and then one that you thought of.
1: Yeah. Um, throw this one out there. Billy Porter. Oh,
0: my gosh. Yes. <laughs> like, he was the Best part of that newer version of this, the Cinderella like remake, and that
1: movie was not that. great. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was not great. So like the five minutes that he got in that movie as the fairy godmother, like that was, that the, was
1: the, 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 the the brightest, <laughs> the brightest part of that movie here. Um, and, and which is weird because it also had Adina Menzel in that I movie know. and Billy Porter like just outshined that entire cast, and it was just a shame that he was not in that movie. Longer than like the three, four, five minutes yeah. that he was. So I think having Billy Porter, like being even like the lead muse, oh like yes. it would be phenomenal yes. casting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, please. Um. Okay. And then another person that we thought would be really good would be Jennifer Hudson.
1: Which I think that's another safe bet. A lot yeah. of people have said that. and uh, But you came up with two other really good choices that i thought worked perfectly in this situation <laughs>
0: yeah uh channeling uh the hamilton love here um so we have two uh renee elise goldsberry um i think would would be amazing mm-hmm. um and then jasmine cephas jones and, <laughs> and peggy um
1: yeah. yes they, yes please <laughs> yes they just have like that really like like soulful like sexual playfulness that they can mm-hmm. bring to the role um we love seeing renee elise goldsberry um and she hulk right yeah. now um it's really fun to see her there it, it would just really make sense to get her in into that lineup um and jasmine cephas jones just would work phenomenally oh just gosh. like her as like maria um or as Muse would just be fantastic yeah
0: yes Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing.
1: Um, And then one that I thought about um, a little bit later on would be Kiki Palmer.
0: Yeah. I think she would be good. Um,
1: She's been on Broadway before. Um, She's very funny. Yeah. Um, She's hilarious. And I think that um, if they were kind of going for like really like amping like the 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 muses to be funny, are they really kind of wrap well, like, up the comedy in it? Like, yeah,
0: and I think there's like there needs to be like a good mix. So, I think if they have like you know, like a funny person, like mm-hmm. you know, like are a couple funny, couple serious, Billy Porter keeping them all in line, yep, like yeah, like yeah.
1: So, like, I guess you like Lizzo, Billy Porter, Jennifer Hudson. Um, like Renee Elise Goldsberry and Kiki Palmer. Yeah. Like that being like the five, like I'd be a-okay Yeah, with that. I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of other like fan castings. I've seen like Cynthia Rebo in there and then just like, I, I don't think that we need someone, like I think we need like a little bit more like fun energetic energy in there and like nothing against um her but Cynthia Reeve just doesn't really like give that to me
0: um another one that I've seen um that I guess I wouldn't be mad about but I it wouldn't be my top choice but um Beyonce yeah I've seen that that a lot uh, lot, and I'm like I don't know there's there's more people I would I would pick over her and
1: I don't think that Disney would do that just because she was in the Lion King um, and she was so big in Lightning, which is another reason why I didn't pick um, when we were in Pain and Panic, I didn't bring up like Billy Eichner. Um, he's hilarious. I, I think that he would do really, really well as as Panic. Um, but he's already been in um, the Lion King movie. So I think like Disney would purposely try to pick a different yeah. actor or actress to fill these roles. Um, so I, I don't see um, as much as everyone would love Beyonce to be in there. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think that she would fit as a muse.
0: I don't think so either. Like
1: Lizzo and Ariana Grande, even Jennifer Hudson fit that role much better than I, I feel Beyonce would. Yeah, I agree. But um, even if they picked one of one of, I know. I mean, to be <laughs> honest, let
0: it be Lizzo and Billy Porter. Yeah,
1: just, I mean, those two would be like whoever you get the for the other three. Like I'm okay with it. I really, I honestly don't care. Like you get Billy Porter and oh kind of leading them, and Lizzo being like the funny one in the background. Like that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They're gonna steal the show. We you 100%. do that. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, so that's our fan casting for, um, the new Hercules movie. I would assume that we would hear something relatively soon.
0: Yeah, I would think so too. Um,
1: you figured they'd have to start filming that pretty quickly. Yeah. So, um, but we'll see what happens on it. Uh, we'll see if any of these come true. Um, if it's anything like my predictions for Tiana's Bayou adventure, hopefully something comes true. You'll get something. I'll get something. (laughs)
0: Uh, A little something.
1: Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens on that. And, you know, we'll we'll be first in line. Or, well, I shouldn't say the line. Cause no one goes to line to get movie tickets anymore. I know. Anymore. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get our tickets the first day they drop on Fandango to get our Elyse tickets whenever they're announced.
0: You're, you're ancient. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
1: Uh, nothing like nothing like <laughs> feeling old this early in the morning when we're recording this podcast.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: All right. Um, well, I think that's about does it for today's episode of the Dig a Little Deeper. I was super excited for this one um, right off the bat.
0: Yeah, like, well, just because this movie means so much to you. So mm-hmm. I guess, like, do you have any like final thoughts? Like, you know, anything about the movie? Or um,
1: I just say like if you if you find yourself tr- like you know, kind of down, like it's okay to talk about it. Um, go out and seek help. Um, you know, you know, just do something about it. Don't try to keep it in. Cause I be the first one to tell you that sucks. I did it for like almost two years. Um, and it's, it was kind of rough when it came out, Mm -hmm. um, at the end. So, um, talk to people about it. Um, and in this case, like I have you, um, and I have tools to help me, but I also had this movie um, that I could fall back on to use as kind of like a coping mechanism, or I could use as some sort of like a security blanket. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really enjoy that. And so if you have like that type of movie or that type of TV show that is your like comfort show, like that's okay. Like, don't make anyone like make you feel bad for that
0: yeah i like, feel like
1: a lot of times like people will be like oh you're watching that show again like oh you're watching it you're you know you've already you know watched that tv series like yeah 10 times already like or well, like
0: you just finished it or you, or just you finished, like yeah and you you're just watching it, watch it again the like there's, like, there's, there's no shame in that yeah
1: um like that's what like comfort movies are like you just throw them on you just feel comfortable or you know the tv shows you just watch them and because you you just feel comfort and you, you feel familiarity with them and that's okay. Um, and yeah. that's, that's what they're meant for. And, you know, I, there shouldn't be any shame in that. I, I feel like I don't see a whole lot of that, but I, you know, every once in a while I'll see like those comments like, Oh, you're watching that again. Or like, yeah like even like with us going to Disney, like, Oh, you're going to Disney again. And like, it's like, yeah. we need that. like. Yeah. We were just walking through Costco the other day and we were talking about going to Disney and I'm just like, oh, I have to go to Disney because I have to, you know, some manage like all of the other crap in my world that like I had to deal with and like yeah. going to a job I don't like always like sometimes and are dealing with things that I don't like to deal with sometimes. Like yeah. I need like this Disney trip and like, like it's not therapy, but it's kind of close enough to, yeah. it. <laughs> it's, it's a very, it's a very expensive, uh, form of, uh, alternative therapy that we've chosen yeah. to um, to, to go through. And I, I you know, I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, yeah. And I guess just like, um, I think our, our main message and point, um, with doing Hercules as a dig a, dig a little deeper, um, episode, I think was to tie in like comfort movies, mental health, and like the struggles that everyone, um, faces. Um, cause obviously there, there's not a lot of like, um, I don't know, like theories and stuff to talk about, like with this movie. It's just a really good, wholesome, feel good movie, mm-hmm. and I think we really wanted to just, just more hit on, you know, the comfort movie and like the mental health aspects. Um, just because this does mean so it means
1: much so to much you, to
0: me. um. So, and I and I hope that like you know, whoever's listening, like, I hope you, like, that's the biggest takeaway from this, um, you know, and that it, that it's okay to, like, talk it out, you know, and, you know, and I hope that, like, you have like somebody in your life that you can do that because I know like we have each other and and as much as we talk and communicate like you know sometimes that's not always enough and you know and I think that's what you found out like you just you needed a little bit more help and you know going to therapy seeing a counselor and
1: It's, it's a okay yeah
0: it's okay to do that and like you know and you should do that like if you you know feel that you need to like it's okay and um yeah so I just I hope that's like the biggest takeaway like from from this episode and mm-hmm. um yeah so like our dig a little deeper episodes like they're they're you know maybe i got not... real deep today <laughs> yeah so it got real deep and um you know but i think that's okay and i i think this um i think using this platform that we've created um you know is is something that we want to do like you know we want to you know yeah get and even, that message out there and
1: even if one person listens and takes away you know something of it and be like yeah like I should go watch that movie that makes me feel good again. Or I should go listen to that music that makes me feel good again. Or like, maybe I should, you know, reach out and talk to somebody, even if like one person does that, like that it's, it's worth it. Yeah. And even if like, even in the end, like just me being able to like be a little bit more open with it, because like, I mean, I am very open with you about like everything. And, um, it's just sometimes difficult to bring that conversation out into the real world. And, um, this is, uh, a really weird juxtaposition to be in where, like, I'm bringing it out to the real world for anyone who wants to listen. Yeah. So, like, one person can listen, 10 people can listen, or a million people can listen. And, yeah. Um, you know, as long as, I guess, one person, you know, can find some comfort in what we were saying today, I think that's, um, that's really worth it in the end.
0: Yeah, I agree. So...
1: Uh, But, yeah, I think that is going to do it for today's episode of Dig a Little Deeper. Mm -hmm. Um, If you guys have any suggestions on any other movies that you'd like us to do a dig a little deeper on, um, feel free to let us know. Um, We do have a couple ideas going forward here, but I think this is still we're going to try keeping this a monthly series. Um, I really enjoy this one and it just gives us another opportunity to to watch a movie that we really (laughs) really enjoy. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know so we talked about a lot today and um you know i guess just let us know your thoughts like do you have comfort movies that Mm -hmm. you like to watch or shows um what's your
1: favorite hercules song to work out to
0: yeah (laughs) and then you know the casting on hercules like what are your what are your thoughts on those um do you agree with us do you have some different ideas um
1: who else do you want to see billy porter be amused with
0: (laughs) (laughs) right
1: Uh, But uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Uh, Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, follow us. Um, We really appreciate all that support and love. Uh, But for this week's episode of Dig a Little Deeper, I am Tyler. I'm Sammy. And it's it's been magical. magical.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Team Unicorn Podcast. You can find us on all major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, like, and review wherever you are listening. And follow us on Instagram to keep up with all things Team Unicorn. And remember, stay magical.